Thank you for joining me for this week's episode. You're listening to the Sandoval Bench Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Sandoval. Uh, so for this week, I wanted to uh, preview the NFL season, do some over-unders, and then uh, make my picks for this year. Uh, we have the season coming up in about a couple weeks. I think that first game is on uh, the weekend of the 9th. Uh, they do that first opening Thursday game still, so it's the 7th, and then um, first full slate is on uh, that Sunday the 10th. Okay, so we're going to go through each team. Uh, we'll, we'll start, we'll go alphabetically. Uh, I want to start with the Arizona Cardinals. Their over-under is a 5.5. Um, new head coach, uh, Kyler Murray, coming back from injury. And, uh, you know, they don't have DeAndre Hopkins anymore. Uh, NFC West should be pretty tough this year. You have uh, 49ers are a top um, NFC uh, Super Bowl contender. Uh, Seahawks, I, I expect them to bounce back this year, uh, continue that progress that they had last year with Geno Smith. Good team. I'm not sure about the Rams, but I think they'll be competitive. Um, Cardinals might be the worst team in football. Uh, Kyler Murray is expected to miss the first four games while he recovers. And then as far as... Um, Next uh, <clears throat> draft goes, they're obviously targeting uh, Caleb Williams out of USC. He's going to be the number one overall pick, so it seems like the Cardinals are tanking. They don't really care about winning. I don't think they're sold on Kyler Murray. I don't think anybody's sold on Kyler Murray. I'm not. Usually the first month, September, he looks great. Usually an MVP uh, conversations. Like I think I've said that before, but then he just flames out. You know, uh, Teams figure it out. Um, the second time they play him, but they, you know, uh, Cliff Kingsbury's not there anymore, so there will be some changes. But I'm going to take the under. I think they went under five and a half games, um, mainly because of that division. I don't see where they're going to get their wins elsewhere. Uh, Atlanta Falcons over seven and a half. Uh, they drafted Bijan Robinson first round. I think they're riding with uh, Desmond Ritter. Uh, they still have some. They still have some good weapons on offense. So Drake London on the outside, um, and then Kyle Pitts. Hopefully, Pitts will have a good uh, uh, fantasy football year this year. But seven and a half seems kind of high. Um, I'm going to take the under. I see them at six. Uh, Buffalo Bills or not Buffalo Bills. Uh, Baltimore Ravens will go that with that one first. Their over under is eight and a half. Um, that seems kind of low. Um, mainly, the only reason why they had a, a tough year last year was because Lamar Jackson was injured. Um, you know, there was a lot of speculation that he was sitting out because of the contract thing. He says, no, I'll take him at his word. Um, they did make some upgrades. You know, they got Bateman on the outside. Uh, they brought in Odell Beckham. Um, they drafted um, drafted somebody else. What's his name? I forget his name. His first round pick. Uh, got another wide receiver. So, uh, this is the best receiving core. And then you also have Mark Andrews. So this is the best receiving core Lamar Jackson has had. Still got Harbaugh there. Uh, good defense. Um, I think I think the Ravens could win 10 games. Um, that division the division is interesting, too, with, with the Browns. You don't really know what uh, Deshaun Watson is going to look like. Uh, Steelers should be relatively good. Um, and uh, then you have the Bengals with Joe Burrow. So uh, I have yeah Ravens over 8.5. Uh, Buffalo Bills, their number is ten and a half. You know, there was a lot of off-season drama there with, um, you know, Josh Allen and uh, Stephon Diggs. You know, Stephon Diggs has been frustrated with, I'm not really sure actually what he's been frustrated with. Obviously with losing, uh, you know, when they're supposed to, they were expected to go to the Super Bowl um, and losing late in games and not making it to the Super Bowl, he's upset with. Um, there seems to be some 
kind of chemistry issue or I don't know but he, he's had a lot of targets over since he's been acquired by uh, the Buffalo Bills he's had a lot of targets he's had a lot of receptions his stats are high up there they're like they're, he has great stats so I'm not sure what he's complaining about he's uh, the main like one of the main focal points of that offense like not even the running game is there like the running game is all Josh Allen and then after that is Josh Allen and then it's Stephon Dix and, and their defense um, something weird with the Buffalo Bills though it's like I, I was high on them Last couple of years, I kept picking the Bills in the Super Bowl, um, but you know they would start off hot, undefeated. Their defense looks like it's the best defense in the NFL. Then their defense kind of falters. They let lesser teams back in the game. Um, they don't close out games. They don't keep stepping on the gas, right? They let people in. They keep the game kind of close, and then they'll lose those late games, as we've seen in the playoffs. Um, at the end, towards the end of the seasons, like the last few years or last couple of years, it's been you know they uh, they're not as good offensively. They can't. They don't run the ball well. Uh, Josh Allen starts th- uh, turning the ball over. Defense starts letting a lot of uh, points up. Um, but I'll say that they're they're over ten and a half. I'll say that they win eleven games. Uh, but the big the big question mark is the um, is what they do in the playoffs if they can make it past. Cincinnati or Kansas City and make it to the Super Bowl. The Carolina Panthers, uh, they had the rookie first overall draft pick uh, from Alabama, uh, Bryce Young, and you know their over under is very high, seven and a half. Um, obviously, this team's gonna have some growing pains. Their team's young. Um, they're rebuilding. It's first year. Uh, also, a smaller quarterback, so there could be some issues there. Um, I'm going way under. I'm hammering the under on this. There's no way they win over seven and a half games. Um, I would put them at five, maybe. Uh, Chicago Bears, uh, Justin Fields there. Uh, second year there, he led the league in as far as quarterbacks go in ru- yards rushing. Uh, also seven and a half. They did revamp uh, the roster around him, uh, brought other receivers in, um, improved the roster, but... Um, I'm going to say they won six games there. So I'm going to get the under over there. Um, and then Cincinnati Bengals, they're at 11 and a half, um, which you know seems kind of high. Uh, Joe Burrow does have an injury. I think he's expected to play uh, week one. Uh, you know, they started off slow last year. I think they were kind of riding high after making the Super Bowl the year before. Um I'm I'm high on the Bengals this year. I like Bengals and obviously Kansas City. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit the over, eleven and a half. Browns, Cleveland Browns are at uh, eight and a half. Um, as I mentioned earlier, this division uh, AFC North is weird. Um, you can realistically you have the Browns finish last, or you could have the Steelers finish last. Um, you know I think obviously the Bengals can win that, but I, I, you know I feel good about uh, the Baltimore Ravens too. Um, you know, with especially with their with their numbers, um, they're over under eight and a half. But the Browns, I really don't know what to expect from Deshaun Watson. You know, he he's still 26, 27 years old, I think, or twenty eight. He's around there. He's in his prime. Actually, no, I think he's twenty six. Um, you know, but he hasn't been, you know, top of the league. He was in that upper echelon, that top tier. Uh, group of quarterbacks in the NFL, he was he was at least like top five. Like he had great numbers at last year, even though that team didn't do anything like roster wise, roster construction around him hasn't been great, right? But this this Browns team, they're that's a good team. You know, if you look at the roster, that's a good team. Nick Chubb is a is a arguably the best uh, running back in the league. They have good defense. 
um, you know, and it, it all rides on what Deshaun Watson does with that roster. Uh, but it's been two years since he's been good. He's been out of the league. He hasn't been playing. Uh, he didn't play for a while because of, you know, his whole massage thing and him being a predator. But uh, now he's back playing football. So um, eight and a half, um, you know, I think the Browns were expecting when they got him that he'd be back to what he was and they could potentially compete for a Super Bowl and make the playoffs. I'm going to go under eight and a half. I think it's going to be another disappointing year for Cleveland and another um, uh, disappointing year for Deshaun Watson. He doesn't seem like he has his full um, – uh, the full grasp yet like he, he's like he's not fully comfortable yet i do like kevin stefanski as a head coach um and his i like his uh, his offense um yeah i don't know i just i just uh i don't know i don't i don't know what to expect from from them so i'm just gonna i'm gonna go with my gut and take the under uh dallas cowboys over nine and a half um you know they they traded for trey lance which was a, a weird trade um, I'm, I'm surprised that Dallas brought him in because, you know, he's, you know, he's young, he's 24, but, you know, if he wasn't going to play in San Francisco, he's not going to play in, in Dallas. I'm not sure why Dallas would bring in uh, Trey Lance because they need other spots to improve instead of uh, quarterback. But um, it's a big year for Dak Prescott, big year for the Cowboys. Like if they, and also Mike McCarthy, like if they don't, you know, go deep in the playoffs this year, like at least NFC Championship game, they need to at least make that to like justify bringing this same group of guys back. You know, bringing Dak Prescott back, bringing Mike McCarthy back, and then doing it again. You know, they let Zico, they're riding with Tony Pollard. They did bring back another running back. You know, even though uh, Tony Pollard um, is going to miss some time because he's coming off a major injury. So, you know, this is a big year for them. Um, I'm going to take the under. I think they're going to finish nine and eight. Um, they can. That's still good enough to get a wild card, but that division looks good. The Giants have improved uh, from last year. Uh, the Eagles, you know, they went to the Super Bowl. Uh, Washington should be better. Um, so there's a lot of a uh, lot of tough teams there in that division, and I think the Cowboys. They didn't really get better. I think they kind of like if you don't get better, I feel like you regress as a team. Um, Denver Broncos over eight and a half. Um, that seems kind of high especially for, for that team, especially because what we saw with Russell Wilson and how bad that offense was last year under uh, Nathaniel Hackett. They brought in Sean Payton, though. They brought in, um, you know, great head coach, uh, built that whole system there in New Orleans and, you know, won a lot of games with Drew Brees. Uh, believes in Russell Wilson and believes in, in resurrecting his career here, but um, I don't I don't, I don't, don't know if I, if I should believe that he actually believes that because of how bad Russell Wilson looked and he was out of shape uh, he wasn't accurate, even though you know everyone thought he was accurate before, and he couldn't uh, he couldn't really escape out of the pocket. He had no mobility whatsoever. Um, and you know their 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 offense get, they get a lot of injuries. You know they, they have a pretty decent receiving core, but I don't think that receiving core from Denver is any is like much better than the one in Seattle. Seattle might ha- have had a better one, and you know this whole oh let Russ cook thing. Like Russ, maybe Russ just can't cook. Maybe he just can't cook. Um, he's just—he's never been that kind of player, and I don't know why people expect that to happen now. You know, at this point of his career, what is he? Thirty-three, thirty-four now. Like I just—I don't see it. Uh, I'm taking the under uh, eight and a half, and I think eventually, you know, if this year goes bad again, back to back terrible years, I think Denver has to move on from Russell Wilson, um, and they just look look to build towards the future because they still have a you know a, a a relatively young team. Like they don't have any old. 
like very old uh, veteran players on that team. Uh, uh, next team is the Detroit Lions. Their number is at nine. I had them making the playoffs last year. I think they got really close to it, but um, they played really well towards the end. Uh, you got Amon Ron St. Brown. Um, you know Jared Goff should be better this year. You got a good backfield, um, improved defense. Um, I like Dan Campbell. Um, they could potentially win the division this year. You know you had the Vikings won. What did they win? 11, 12 games last year. Packers without Aaron Rodgers, the Bears. You know we know what the situation is in Chicago. Um, I'm picking the Lions to take to win over nine games. So I'm, I'm I have them I have the over on that one. Uh, Green Bay Packers are at seven and a half. For some reason, a lot of people are kind of high on um, on Jordan Love. I don't see it personally. I don't think Jordan Love is the guy. Um, we're going to see that regression for the Packers without Aaron Rodgers. Um, Seven and a half. I mean, they have a good team. They have good running backs. They have a good defense. Um, I'm going to take the over. I think they could win eight games. I think they could be eight and nine. I think they have, they're talented enough to do that. I think Jordan Love can can you know he can do enough for them to get eight games. But I don't see them you know make the playoffs or do anything like that. Um, C.J. Stroud here in Houston. Their number is uh, eight and a half. I'm going to take the. I'm going to take the under and i don't know if um if it should be uh, if it should be davis mills who's a quarterback maybe he maybe it should be davis mills maybe he's he's a better quarterback right now because he has that experience um i'm gonna take the under though i think they'll probably be right at five um and yeah i mean roster wise you know they just don't have a lot uh to talk about there uh indianapolis colts their number is six and a half um, that's kind of high too because I mean they won what, they went three four games last year um, they had a lot of question marks at the quarterback position so they drafted um, Anthony Richardson out of Florida he has like the physical tools like he's like physically gifted um, he can throw the ball really well uh, he's a little raw inaccurate um, there's gonna be some growing pains he has like a Cam Newton body type he's a physical uh, runner like he's just a big quarterback i like his intangibles the size that he has um but it's gonna take a while for him to to reach that level i think he's gonna be i think he's gonna be a good quarterback i don't know if he's gonna be winning super bowls and stuff but uh, i'm gonna take the under it's not this year it's not this year i think they can win six games he's expected to be this the, the day one starter um, but i like what they're headed in that direction um, jonathan taylor that situation um, was mishandled and Mercer just, you know, um, saying some inappropriate things on the side of his neck there. I'm talking about not wanting to pay Jonathan Taylor because, you know, there's, uh, you know, the value of the running backs is going down. But so then they were going to trade him, but then they also wanted a first round pick for him. So it's like that's the value for him, but you're not paying him that value because uh, running backs value has deteriorated since, you know, after that first contract, they're, they're the wear and tear on their bodies. They started getting injured a lot. So, it makes sense from a business standpoint, but there's not a whole lot they can change because the owners have to agree to a change to a, to like a, a certain um, like limit or something or a, a base a, a, a basement requirement level to pay running backs or I don't know how they're gonna figure that out, but um, yeah, I wouldn't draft Jonathan Taylor in fantasy because he's expected to start on the physically unable to perform list, which um, you're out for like the first four or six games. I think it's either four or six. I think it used to be six. I think they changed it. But, 
yeah, so I, I wouldn't do that. Uh, but, I mean, if you want your, your rookie quarterback in Anthony Richardson to succeed, you're going to want to improve the always improve the the offensive line for your rookie quarterback and also have a great running game and like a good tight end and then that will that will help the development of your quarterback so i don't understand why they don't just want to pay jonathan taylor because that's going to help the development of your the face of your franchise and your quarterback with anthony richardson it just doesn't make any sense to me like protect your asset protect your best asset which is your quarterback and you're going to protect him by paying the running back so you can have a talented running back so you guys can run the ball and you can have somebody that it can really help uh, Richardson's development. It just, I, I just don't get it. Um, so, yeah, I have them right at six probably. Okay, next up we have the Jacksonville Jaguars. Their number is at nine and a half. Um, I was really impressed with them last year, especially in the postseason. Um, I think Trevor Lawrence took that next step last year. This year, this is year three. No longer uh, dealing with Urban Meyer. Um, I have them... 10 and 7, uh, making the playoffs, winning that division for sure. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm looking for them to be uh, a consistent playoff team, especially in that weak division, and Trevor Lawrence um, fully uh, in control of that offense. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, uh, 11 and a half. Uh, not much to be said here. Uh, I'm picking them out of the AFC to go to the Super Bowl again. Um, I'm going to take the over. I'm always going to take the over, especially with um, as long as Andy Reid and uh, Patrick Mahomes are there. Uh, sure, Travis Kelsey, but you can put anybody there uh, with Mahomes, and they'll be fine. 11 and a half, back to the Super Bowl. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers, this is a big year for them, I think. Um, you know, expectations every year for them. They're like the darling team. I always love them, and I always end up picking them. Oh, they're gonna win their division. They're gonna uh, they're gonna upset the Chiefs, and they're gonna make a deep run. I like Justin Herbert. I do like Justin Herbert. He has he's a, a really good quarterback. Um, I need to t- see him take that next step. I need to, to I need to see him uh, become like that. You know, ascend just like uh, Joe Burrow did. Have a deep playoff run. Make it to the Super Bowl. You know. Put up great numbers, you know, consistent numbers. You know, he does put up good numbers, but I, I need to see them. I need to see that in at the end, in, in clutched moments, you know. And I need to see this this team get over the hump, you know. Uh, with that being said, I'm going under. <laughs> I think they're uh, they're at a good spot. They're going to be nine and eight, um, but I do have them make the playoffs. They have to do it this year. They have to. Uh, that's a wild card spot. Nine and eight. Um, the other LA team, the Los Angeles Rams, they're at seven and a half. I honestly have no idea what to expect uh, from this team as well. I feel the same way about the Browns, like I mentioned earlier. Uh, Matthew Stafford seems like he's uh, healthy and he's going to be back. Uh, Cooper Cup had an injury setback. He's still dealing with him. That that was that uh, um, hamstring injury that he had last season uh, that he was shut down for. Um, you know, and then you know they still have Aaron Donald, so they have Aaron Donald. They still have Cooper Cup. Uh, always question marks with that running game. They don't have Jalen Ramsey anymore. He's in Miami. Um, they're really top heavy. They have great players on the top. You know, their best players are are some of the best in the league, right? But there's no depth. You know, there are a lot of young guys there. Sean McVay came back. You know, flirting with retirement. Um, this might be the last year. With Sean McVay, like if 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 the the Rams, let's say they win less than seven and a half, let's say they win five games. If they win five games, do you think um, Aaron Donald wants to you know 
run it back another year. Or Matthew Stafford, like Matthew Stafford has flirted with retirement. Aaron Donald has. Um, and so is Sean McVay. So I think this team, like roster-wise and the, with the way they did it, they sacrificed the future of their team just to win that championship. And mission accomplished. They won the championship, and that's why they traded all those future picks because they wanted to bring in all the stars that they can. They brought in Odell Beckham. You know, you had Von Miller um, recently, uh, uh, Bobby Wagner, and you know now both are with different teams. Um, so you know you did all that to to win the championship, and you did it. So now becomes the hard part. Now it's like, okay, do we still have that same same desire? Do we still like are we still hundred percent in after we already won? You know, last year was a down year, but can we find a way to bounce back? Um, I, I I don't know. I feel like you know Sean McVay is smart enough. You know, as far as um, offensive play calling the system goes, you know, if if Matthew Stafford is healthy, then I feel like they could win over seven and a half this one's tough but i'm gonna i'm gonna go over i'm gonna trust the pedigree of sean mcveigh and and, and uh, you know uh aaron donald and stafford and all those guys that they have uh, and i'm gonna say that they they eventually get together they win eight games but i'm gonna say that they miss the playoffs i think they're they're kind of close towards the end and then they just they they don't get it done um next up you have the raiders uh over seven and a half uh brought in jimmy garoppolo you know who's he's basically the same player as as um, as Derek Carr, um, and you know I'm, you know you bring in Josh McDaniels, um, you know he's familiar with Jimmy G, I I kind of like it, but I'm not again with this you know, I have no idea what to expect from this team either. Um, I'm gonna go under. I think they're I think they win seven. Uh, they you know Vegas set these over unders at a pretty good spot. You know, I think these are kind of like really good estimations of where the teams are going to be. Uh, Miami Dolphins, they're at nine and a half. That's another division that's kind of tough to forecast. You have the AFC East. Who knows, you know, with the Bills, if Josh Allen gets injured and misses a few games, he could have some issues. You have the Jets now with Aaron Rodgers. You have the Dolphins, you know, uh, bringing in Jalen Ramsey, making some moves. Um, you know, Jets also bringing in Dalvin Cook, right? And then, uh, then you have the Patriots. You have no idea what's happening with the Patriots. So, um, Dolphins, you know, let's say Tua's fully healthy. The, he's healthy the full year, right? No concussions, anything. They're super talented. You know, they have great receiving core. Um, I need some more stability from the running game. But uh, Mike McDaniel's a great coach. Um, I'm gonna take the over. I think they win. Uh, they win. The, I think they win ten games. Don't win the division. Uh, Vikings, their over under is pretty low. It's at eight and a half. I think. I mean, this team. I think they won 12 games. They, they won a lot of games last year. They were uh, one of the better teams. But, um, you know, Kirk Cousins, people always make fun of him or talk down on him. But, uh, you know, he always puts up numbers. It's just that time in the playoffs, they they don't um, they don't they don't win the big game, right? Um, but, uh, you know, if you have uh, Justin Jefferson in your fantasy football, you know, I would draft him first round for sure because he gets a lot of targets. He's going to put up a lot of big numbers. Um, I'm going to take the over. That's the easy bet. I feel like they're, you can pencil them in for 10, 11 wins. Easy, I think. Uh, New, New England Patriots, uh, big year for Mac Jones. This is a make-or-break year for Mac Jones because it's rookie year. You look good. I was like, oh, okay, I really liked Mac Jones, right? Last year was terrible, mostly because they had Matt Patricia, a defensive coordinator, defensive guy. He was he was calling plays. He was the offensive coordinator for the team. Uh, Bill Belichick seemed like he was losing his mind. Uh, they brought in some some different you know receivers. They they they're improving the roster around Mac, 
Mac was kind of arguing with the coaching staff, having some issues there. I think they're going to be kind of good this year, honestly. So I'm going to say over. I think they win eight games this year. New Orleans Saints, they're, they are at nine and a half. Um, they brought in Derek Carr. They have probably the most stability on the, from the quarterback position in that division. Bucks have Baker Mayfield. Uh, Falcons have Desmond Ritter. Uh, and then uh, you have the Panthers with um, – it's not C.J. Stroud. I always get them confused. Bryce Young. Um, so you have Bryce Young there. So you have a lot of uh, like inconsistency as far as quarterbacks go in the um, NFC South. And then I guess like Derek Carr is like the safest, safest pick. Um, but nine and a half is kind of high for the team. Their, their team was bad last year. And then also – um, you know they have they're losing some players to suspension, so I'm gonna take the under. Um, I think they win the division. The Saints could probably win the division. That's probably a safe pick, you know, considering the rest of the teams. But that division's just bad all around. Uh, New York Giants over eight and a half. They brought Saquon back on a one year deal. Uh, Daniel Jones new contract. Hopefully he can he can rebound. I like Brian Dayball a lot. Um, I think he's a good coach, um, good chemistry um, forming coach there. Uh, I'm going to take the over. I think they, they're over that. Um, the Jets, you know, new team, new whole new uh, team here now that they have Aaron Rodgers. They have a, a Hall of Fame quarterback. You know, you have Sauce Gardner there, uh, Garrett Wilson. You have a lot of um, talent there. Good defense. Offensive line, you know, could, could use some improvement, um, some struggles there. Um, but how much does Aaron Rodgers want to uh, play, right? And I think for this year – um, Aaron Rodgers, this is, you know, a kind of a prove it year as far as, you know, you want to prove the doubters. A lot of people were um, doubting him after his exit in Green Bay. Uh, probably wants to show Green Bay, hey, you know, you should not have gotten rid of me or should not should not have, you know, shown me the door, you know, kind of shoot me out saying that you're ready for Jordan Love. Uh, you should have given me more time here or whatever. But it seemed like it was mutual. It seemed like he also wanted to go, wanted to change the scenery. Um, I thought New York was New York is like the best place for him he seems like he's really enjoying himself he's at rangers games he's at he's uh he got courtside with the knicks he's just he's just been everywhere he's all over the place um so now he really has to prove it um i you know i'm not gonna say i'm not one of these people that's, that's picking them to go to super bowl i have i would pick either kansas city i've already said i have kansas city in the super bowl but as far as you know the jets go it's it's a whole new situation you know i like continuity um uh, the the Chiefs have continuity. That's why I'm picking them. And then my next pick would be the Bengals. After that, and then maybe the Jets th- third, but I don't I don't think they're in that top tier. I think it would be like as I went through the tiers uh, last for my last episode. The the top tiers for Super Bowl teams is it's the Chiefs, the Niners, Bengals, and Eagles. And then I'm putting the I'm putting the Jets in the second tier there, and that's. Also with the Bills, but if I'm having to bet between those, it's splitting hairs, but I guess I would take the Bills, even though the Jets, you know, just because it's with Robert Sala, you know, I like him as a coach, but, you know, there's a lot of young players there. And, uh, you know, is Aaron Rodgers going to be, you know, that type of leader that they need uh, to get them over the hump? Um, but I'm taking the over, you know, because they have a lot of talent. Last year they had it. They, they were there, but, you know, it was just a quarterback situation. They were just inconsistent in quarterback. They just didn't have it. Um, Philadelphia Eagles, uh, 10.5. They got a lot better in the defensive line. Uh, they had a great draft. 
Uh, Jalen Hurts, uh, you know, he took that next step. He had, he had a great game in the Super Bowl. Um, I'm going over. I think they're the favorite in the NFC, um, them or, or the 49ers. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that here a little bit. I'll discuss that. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers over eight and a half. Um, Kenny Pickett, he's good. He's a good, like, um, game manager. Um, nothing about him, like, overly excites me. Um, I'm going to take the under. I think they win eight. San Francisco 49ers are at 11 and a half. Um, there's a lot to unpack here, right? Um, I believe in Kyle Shanahan. I believe in John Lynch. I believe they're going to get that deal done for, for Nick Bosa, the best defensive player in the league. Um, I don't like how they handle quarterback situations. Um, I I knew they were going to pick Trey Lance. I thought the Trey Lance situation was... It's embarrassing um, how it happened. Um, I feel bad for him because he's a good he's a good kid. He has a good personality. He seems like a good person, right? He seems like he's trying to be coachable. He's trying to learn, and he's he's just like eager. He's a good dude. He's you could tell he's a good dude. Um, he just got he just got a shit in the stick. It's, it reminded me a lot of Josh Rosen. Like I know Chosen Rosen, as everybody likes to to call him. Uh, you know he just he didn't get a lot of opportunities and like after his rookie year they brought in Kyler Murray and then he gets shipped off he's in he's in Miami he's all over the place and he never got the opportunity to actually uh, develop he didn't get to play enough right and I feel like the same thing's gonna happen with Trey Lance because he hasn't played enough like even when his last year I thought it was questionable with North Dakota State they decided to play him one drive for one game because it was a bunch of COVID issues so they wanted the scouts to see him so they let him play one drive and that was it he, he barely threw it he threw like five passes like in two years and then the 49ers trade they make a, it's a terrible trade first of all right they trade up to the third pick I don't even want to talk about the players that they missed but they could have had Justin Fields if they just stayed at the same spot. They could have had Micah Parsons. They could have had Jalen Waddle. They could have had all these, like, Pro Bowl, like all Pro caliber players that are, are that are making crazy impacts on their on the current teams, right? And they probably would have had a Super Bowl if they already did that. But you know, we have to live with the mistakes that we make. But the 49ers are so good right now that uh, that this doesn't this isn't going to cost Kyle Shanahan's job or John Lynch's job. But this was Kyle Shanahan's choice because he thought that the the mobility of Trey Lance he can he can do a lot with his legs and he can kind of build a great offense around him that didn't end up happening mainly because he got injured his, his rookie year so he had no time to development to develop there his 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 last year at North Dakota State he didn't have enough time right then his next year then the next year they have the whole Jimmy G situation I was on record that they should have stuck with Jimmy G and then um let trade lance develop under him but then they did this whole weird thing where they're like oh yeah this is jimmy g's last year he's like oh that's news to be i want to be here then that whole thing that whole thing happens and they're like oh you're not allowed to practice then trey lance gets hurt because they couldn't trade uh jimmy g and then jimmy g plays really well and then they go deep in the playoffs and like they had a chance to to go to the conference to the nfc championship game this is the this is the year before right and then um then he gets or last year then he gets injured it, like towards the end of the season then they start playing uh, Brock Purdy so then the Brock Purdy thing happens right and then he goes to MC Championship then he gets injured and it's a whole bunch of stuff all right so then they trade Jimmy D to the Raiders and so that that bar happens right and then now 
But now then you have this thing with Trey Lance where it's like, okay, and then they and they bring in Sam Darnold, which I've always liked Sam Darnold. I'm excited for Sam Darnold. I liked him out of USC, but, you know, he turns the ball over a lot. But I think if he was starting quarterback, he could do a lot in Kyle Shanahan's offense, right? So, so then you have three quarterbacks. But so the reason why the Niners had to trade Trey Lance was because since he's a third overall pick, there's a lot of there's a lot of equity put into him, right? You have high, you have this high, this valuable asset, right? That you put all this stuff into. You made like a big decision. You need it to work, right? Whereas opposed to Sam Darnold, you don't really need it because it was it wasn't your draft. You didn't have to give up a lot of assets. But the Niners gave up a lot of assets for Trey Lance, so it's like you kind of need it to work. So if you start. Brock Purdy, who was Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick of the draft, and he's played well. I think he's the guy, personally. But um, So you have to let go. You have to release or trade, get rid of Trey Lance, because if Brock Purdy doesn't play well the first game, first few games, then people are going to be, you know, there's going to be whispers in the locker room, hey, we should we should see what uh, Trey Lance has, right? Or you know, see what's going on here. Maybe we need to play him. So there's going to be too many question marks. So this is a way of, of John Lynch and... Uh, Kyle Shanahan putting all their belief, all their chips into the basket of Brock Purdy. Hey, uh, we believe in you, Brock Purdy. Like lead, lead us to the Super Bowl. Um, so then they had to ship Trey Lance to the Cowboys. But just the way everything was happening was just kind of weird. Um, but I think everything happens for a reason. Um, I, obviously, there's something with Brock Purdy. He can handle the offense. Like just everything he did as a rookie was amazing. Uh, with that being said, I have them as a favorite in the NFC, even though, you know, the Eagles have Jalen Hurts and they've improved. The 49ers have also improved. You know, a full year of Christian McCaffrey, another year of Debo Samuel. Now Debo Samuel will be in shape. Another year of uh, Brandon Ayuk. I know I'm spending a lot of time here on the Niners, but I'm, I'm going over 11.5. I think Brock is the guy there. I think they win 13 games. I think they go back to the Super Bowl. I think they get a rematch with the Kansas City Chiefs from, what is it, 2019. And I know I've said that a lot this past couple of years, but this is happening this year because they're not going to get injured again. The quarterback's not going to get injured again in the FC Championship game. And then Philly's going to know what was actually supposed to happen. But they got lucky because the quarterback got injured early and the next one got injured, everyone got injured, and the game wasn't even it wasn't even real, right? It didn't even happen, basically, but it did. Uh, so I'm going over. Uh, Seattle Seahawks, over 8.5. Um, I'm going over. Um, as I mentioned early, I, earlier, I like the team that they have. Uh, Pete Carroll still able to get it done. Uh, I need to see. I want to see this next year of uh, Geno Smith. Hopefully, he can repeat that success. But um, I think they uh, get another wild card uh, spot there. Uh, Buccaneers. We mentioned that they have a lot of. Um, you know, they still have Mike Evans. They still have some some good players there. Chris Godwin. Um, and I think Baker Mayfield in the right system can be effective. Um, I don't think they win the division, but I'm gonna go over. I think I think they'll they'll have some they'll have some big games. Like um, he can, you know, he if he th- gets gets the ball out quick, quick release Baker Mayfield, and he gets hyped. You know how he is when he gets hyped, and you know the team seems to really rally around him. Um, I think they could win over the six and a half. I think they could win eight games, honestly, seven eight games. Uh, the Tennessee Titans over seven and a half. Um, I don't get excited about the Titans. They're just boring. Uh, Tannehill's, uh, you know, I kind of gave up on him during that playoff game. He threw four interceptions. Uh, they brought in DeAndre Hopkins. It seems like a really, like, old guy, like, veteran uh, move. Like, you know, when they, remember when they had Randy Moss? Like, well, Randy Moss was a little bit, like, more um, aged than DeAndre Hopkins is right now. Like, Hopkins is still good, but, like, who's going to give him the ball? Like, why didn't he go to a better team? Derrick Henry's still amazing. Um 
you know, you could always pencil them for eight games. You know, they're eight wins. Like they're gonna win, they're gonna be close. They're gonna win like nine to three or twelve to five. Like I don't know, I don't know how they're gonna do that. But you know, I I just have Jacksonville win this division for the next few years. Commanders over seven and a half. Uh, I'll take the oh under. Um, you know, new regime there, new ownership. Um, so we'll see. And then yeah, as far as Super Bowl goes, I do have the uh, the Four Niners winning being the chiefs i know i know i know i'm sorry but uh, that's just that's how i feel that's how i feel I, I think it's gonna happen i know i've been saying it a lot but that's happening okay that concludes the over under podcast nfl season preview episode um next week or you know i want to do one on uh this weekend like on probably on sunday or monday um i want to discuss mlb playoff standings where in the last month of the season um Everything's heading uh, to the end, so we'll discuss that and some uh, mix of picks there. Uh, but yeah, thanks for joining me, and yeah, we'll talk soon. Thank you.